guys, I'm back with another episode from my podcast, Boxing Talks with Ashley. In this episode, I'll be talking about the history of Rufredo Gomez. And before I start talking about him, I gotta say a few things. So yeah, the first thing I gotta say is don't mind the background noise. The second thing I gotta say is I may say some repeated stuff. The third thing I gotta say is I may mess up. And um, don't forget to tell your friends and family about this podcast. So yeah, I'm gonna get started. So yeah, Wilfredo Gomez was born on October 29th, 29th 1956, sometimes referred as referred to as Bazooka Gomez, is a former boxer and three-time world champion. Gomez is frequently mentioned among the best Puerto Rican boxers of all time by sports journalists and analysts, along with Felix Tito Trinidad, Wolfred Benitez, Hector Macho Camacho, and Edwin Rosario, and Carlos Ortiz. His 17 consecutive knockouts in championship defenses is a record of all boxing divisions. Gomez was born in a poor area of Los Monjas in San Juan, Puerto Rico. He has admitted to newspapers that as a little child, he had to fight off bullies on Los Monjas streets. He has told some Puerto Rican newspapers that he felt he was born to fight because of that situation. Gomez's father was a taxi driver and his mother was a homemaker. Gomez himself reportedly used a bicycle as means of transportation when he was young and he sold candy to earn pocket money before becoming an amateur boxer. Gomez won the gold medal at the 1974 Central American and Caribbean Games held in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic and 1974 World Championship in Havana, Cuba before 2012. He also competed in the 1972 Olympic Games in Munich, Munich, Germany, getting eliminated by an Egyptian rival in the Olympics first round bouts. He complied an overall record of forty of ninety six wins and three defeats as an amateur boxer. Because of his family's economical situation, he decided not to wait for the nineteen seventy six Olympic Games in Montreal, Canada, up up opting to begin making money right after the Cuban competition. Instead coming from Puerto Rico um, he settled for less money and exposure from the American media and moved to Costa Rica, where he began to tour all of Central America in hopes of buying matches. His professional debut came in Panama City, Panama, where he fought to a draw with Jacinto Fuentes. After this insuspicious debut, he reeled off a streak of 32 knockout wins in a row, including wins over Fuentes, who was dispatched in two rounds in a rematch, and future world champion Alfredo Davila, who lasted nine months before being defeated. His 32, his 32 knockout wins in a row make him the world champion with the longest knockout streak in history, placing him in third place behind Lamar Clark, which is in 44, and Billy Fox, which is in 43. For the all-time knockout streak. Along world champions, Gomez had the longest knockout winning streak. Neither Clark nor Fox won world titles. Gomez's knockout streak caught the eye of the WBC bantamweight champion, Dong Kyun Yum of South Korea, who traveled to San Juan, Puerto Rico to defend his crown against Gomez. Yum had a promising start, dropping Gomez 30 seconds into the bout. But Gomez p- picked himself up and eventually won the crown in his first world title with a 12-round knockout. His first defense took him to the Far East, where he beat former world champion Royal 
Kumbayashi in three rounds. In Tokyo, Kumbayashi had lasted five rounds versus Alexis versus Alexis Arguello and ten rounds versus Roberto Duran when Duran was a featherweight. Next was Ryu Tumanari in a small city of Thailand. He lasted twelve rounds. Um, Gomez's streak reached 32 knockouts in a row. Those 32 knockouts in a row included what is generally considered to be one of the biggest victory ever, a five-round defeat of, of world bantamweight champion Carlos Zarate, who was 55-0 and with 54 knockout wins coming into their San Juan bout, also included in that streak was future world champion Leo Cruz beaten in 13 rounds at San Juan after recording his 32nd knockout win in a row he moved up to in moved up in light in weight to face the world featherweight champion Salvador Sanchez of Mexico he lost to Salvador Sanchez by by the eighth round t by the eighth round TKO hoping to get a rematch with with Sanchez Gomez went back to the super bantamweight division where he got Dispensed from the WBC to make two preparation bouts before defending his title again. He did so and won two non-title bouts in a row, both by knockout in the second round. Over Luis, over Jose Luis Soto, who was a stablemate to Julio Cesar Chavez back in Julio Mexico, wins over future world champ Juan Kid Mesa. Uh, knocked out in 10 as part of Larry Holmes versus Gary Cooney undercard followed but all, but all chances of a rematch with Sanchez were just dashed when Sanchez died in a car crash outside Mexico City the morning of August 12, 1982. Mexico's boxing fans and general public warned their gone champion and boxing fans across Latin America joined Mexico in their tragedy. Gomez, who was training to defend against Mexican Roberto Rubaldino, only five days later, he took a quick trip to Mexico to offer Sanchez flowers and then returned to Puerto Rico the same afternoon he beat Rubaldino by knockout in eight rounds and made one more title defense against Mexican bantamweight world champ, world champ Lupe Pintor in the Carnival Champions in New Orleans, winning by knockout in 14 rounds. The Pintor contest was the only time a Gomez fight was showcased on HBO, which at the time exclusive show exclusively showcased the largest boxing fights, much like the pay-per-view system does currently. By the time he was done with the junior featherweights, Gomez had established a division record of 17 defenses and a world record of most defenses in a row. One by knockout all his defenses finishing before the established distance limit he then retried winning the featherweight title and this time he achieved his dream winning his second world title by dethroning Juan Laporte a fellow Puerto Rican who had won the title left vaccine after Sanchez died he beat Laporte by a 12 round unanimous decision his time however it didn't last that long ahead of Ahead on all scorecards, Gomez was the victim of Bradley by Azuma Nelson of Ghana, who knocked him out in 11 rounds. In San Juan, December 8, 1984, Gomez wanted either a rematch with Nelson or a shot at junior lightweight world champ Rocky Lockridge. 
of New Jersey, whichever came first. Lockridge was the first to offer Gomez a try. And the second battled a closely scored 15-round bout in San Juan with Gomez being given a unanimous 15-round decision, which many experts have said Lockridge deserved, but also which in the opinion of most who saw it like was justified decision. This reign also came to an end quick. Gomez being handed his third loss at the hands of young Alfredo Lane by knockout in nine rounds. Lane lost the title in his own first defense to South Africa's Brian Mitchell and it came and it became obvious Gomez's best years had gone by, so he retired after this fight. Gomez tried to come back in 1988 and 1989, but after winning two more bouts by knockout, he realized boxing wasn't in his heart anymore and retired for good. He later moved to Venezuela where he ran into drug problems, causing him trouble with the law and spending some months in jail. He attended a rehabilitation center in Colombia. Gomez rebonded and is now back in Puerto Rico where he has managed to stay off drugs. He has helped Hector Camacho with the training of his Hector, of Camacho's son, Hector Camacho Jr., who is a boxer in the junior welterweight division. In 1998, Gomez became um, a born-again Christian. On May 18, 2003, Gomez returned to Panama where he was received by Duran and Eusebio. Pedrosa, among others. In a message geared toward Panamanians, he expressed thanks to that country, calling it his second country, and saying, among other things, I'm very motivated now that I will return to Puerto Rico, and no one should be surprised if I buy an apartment in Panama and move my family here. However, he bought a house in Kissimmee, Florida in 2006 and plans to move thereby. May of that year. Gomez has three daughters, Jennifer, Maria Helena, and Lancelina, and one son, Fredo Jr. Gomez has a record of 44 wins, three losses, and one draw, with 42 knockout wins. In 1978, he was named Boxing's Illustrated Fighter of the Year. He is now a member of the International Boxing Hall of Fame in 2003, a biographical film entitled Bazooka. The Battles of Rufero Gomez was produced by Cinemark Films. The documental was directed by Mario Diaz and was filmed in New York City. So yeah, guys, this is the history of Rufero Gomez. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And also, um, don't forget to tell your friends and family. So yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say. So yeah, peace.